All right, good morning or good afternoon, everyone, depending uh, on what time of the day you're listening to this, uh, also uh, where you are in the world and what time I upload this. But today is Thursday, uh, April 8th, 2021. Finally, I I got the date uh, memorized, it seems like. So uh, I'd like to thank you all for kind of keeping me in check with that. But anyways, let's jump right into it. We're going to be covering news from all over the world. Uh, So first off, an MS-13 gang member was caught trying to get across the border. Look, I mean, there are very bad people. There are very bad apples trying to come into the United States and to many other countries as well, too. One thing I could say here about where I live, specifically in Canada, is that generally speaking, I know this kind of sounds funny, but it tends to be true. Even though, obviously, for many different reasons, for optics and stuff like that, people won't publicize this uh, within Canada. But Canada's been used as a place for people like MS-13 members, uh, people like uh, terrorists, organized criminals, to basically uh, be used as, as a safe haven for its very um, conservative and private banking uh, uh, abilities and, and privacy rights, if you will. And also has been u- used for many other reasons to get into the United States and stuff like that, too. So the point is this. If you're going to try to get into the United States as a criminal, you have a better chance probably coming through Canada. And I, I know you might be saying, why are you giving advice on how to you know, get into the U.S., Dave? Honestly, look, let's just be real with ourselves. The ones that really know what they're doing, they know how to get in, right? Let's be real. Um, in terms of this, this MS-13 member being caught at the border, good. I mean, very good. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the jobs. It's supposed to catch criminals, right? That's the whole point of the border. So speaking of which, a, um, a 10-year-old boy was also found alone at the U.S.-Mexico border. And if you check out our members episode that should be up uh, now or in the next one to two hours, uh, depending on the time I'm uh, uploading the uh, recording this, sorry, uh, then you'll see more, much, much more of that in the real, the real truth or the very likely truth behind that. Um, aside from that as well, too, the Biden administration has also, uh, by the way, seems like they're trying to reinvigorate some of Trump's uh, border wall program to patch up certain parts of the uh, of of the of the wall or the fencing, you name it. Now, here's the thing. At the border, it's a big problem. I'm not going to harp on it because every other news outlet's talking about it. It's all context. They're showing you stuff that they want you to see. And when I mean they, I mean the mainstream media. But they're also not showing stuff that is the reality as well. So it's great to get a perspective in this particular scenario. Even if you're um, if you're someone who doesn't like to look at certain websites because you think it's very you know propagandized or biased or what have you. Those are generally the sites you want to look at in times of things like the border crisis, because as much as, you know, as much BS the far left or the far right sites might have, there is truth in a lot of the issues when it comes to the border that the mainstream media will not show, just like, you know, um, with the mainstream media not showing the uh, certain, you know, uh, actually tons of of public property and private property damaged in Portland last year as well too again CNN got in big trouble for that because they had a a reporter on the field there and the reporter and the headline said mostly peaceful protests with a massive building burning in the background you know what I mean so generally speaking I would say when it comes to situations about truth and transparency at the border I have personally found that you will actually find more of the truth from a far left or far right website than you will from the mainstream media this time around which is interesting right the next thing is that the Cuomo administration turns out that it was tracking nursing home deaths all along despite Andrew Cuomo denying that part. 
Christ, man. Like, the, the just retire. Like, at this point, it's just getting, he's digging his own grave, and he knows it. It's just, I guess it's, I don't know. I'm not even going to spend too much time on that because we've covered it so much. You, you all know my humble position, my, uh, my opinion on it, my position. I'm sure most of you agree with me. The guy's got to go. I mean, at this point, come on, right? Like, anyways, the next thing is that a report that routers broke the news on found that 34% of COVID survivors suffer neurological or mental disorders afterwards. Again, this is within the West. I'm sure this general study could be also applied to the rest of the world. But again, it's relative to very circumstantial and contextual things. And it also comes down to whether or not these people actually, I say this carefully, got the virus or got something else. I have to say it for YouTube, right? And I'm being vigilant because... There's a lot of, again, between the vaccine and the virus itself, there's a lot of issues there that I think I'm trying to hold back on giving my opinion until all of this blows over. But at the same time, I mean, look, who who knows if cer- there are certain parts of, you know, mutated versions of the virus that may be real that were purposefully, you know, quote unquote, leaked or sent out. I'm not trying to make this a a, a conspiracy episode for the news, but again... I gotta watch what I say as well too, well, without uh, you know possibly getting removed. But I think ultimately, I I would dare to say this is this is part of a bigger plan. It's not. A, you mean th- you're telling me 34% of all young people are having some neurological or mental disorders? I think it's to justify much larger things down the road. But we'll see what happens anyway. So. Um, the next thing is that uh, violence is continuing in the protests in Belfast. Very very. Um, unfortunate to see uh navalny putin's opponent has apparently lost sensation in his hands according to his lawyers now i'm not trying to sound like an asshole but i do want to say one thing here when it comes to that ultimately the lawyers could be lying and i'm not trying to defend putin for the torturing and stuff like i said this is just the reality of the world but when it comes to navalny and his lawyer saying he's lost sensation in his hands and stuff like that that could be a play to try to get more you know worldwide and public attention on him to try to get him released or it could actually be real i mean assuming the conditions are legitimate of what he's going through i i believe it i mean but here's the thing too what did you expect by going back you expected other world leaders to what start a war with russia because that that's what it would take it to try to just get him out you know what i mean like if he's Here's the thing, and I'm not trying to judge him. I'm not trying to say this sarcastically whatsoever. If Navalny is willing to die a martyr or to die, you know, fighting for the movement and, you know, maybe it might spark some rebellion, but Putin will ultimately end up suppressing it, then that's his choice. And I'm not trying to say that sarcastically. I mean that. that that's, that's a choice. If, if he knew, you know, coming back from Germany, going from Germany to Russia, if he knew he was going to be arrested and this and that, look, I mean, come on. At this point, what else is there to do, right? The next thing is that the uh, AstraZeneca vaccine has been coming under much further scrutiny and pressure within the European Union and the UK. Apparently, and I saw a report this morning, they're, they're coming very close to a very possible link between the AstraZeneca vaccine and the blood clotting again. I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, and I, I'm, I'm saying this as if I'm speaking to people who don't follow our show and our movement and stuff, you know what I mean? We don't know the long-term side effects. Uh, unless there's some type of technological device where you can tell me you can guarantee and predict all the outcomes of a long-term side effect, which I have yet to see to be the case. I I don't, you know what I mean? I understand how, why seniors might get the vaccine, assuming the virus is real, because like I said yesterday, I mean, it's true. They only have so much time left in this life. And if they want to kind of get back to normal, even if there is something like a, a kill switch or a certain type of nanotech in the virus, in the vaccine, excuse me, then at that point, I mean, if, for example, if you're 80 years old, and you know that, you know, your health is sort of decent, but let's be, you're in your 80s, right? 
you're gonna literally like you're gonna croak ho- knock on wood hopefully not anytime soon but within a number of years you can probably count on on your hands how many you know how much longer you have to live and if you want to take the vaccine because you don't want to take the risk catching the virus assuming it's legit so be it and if there's a kill switch or there's some there's nanobots in this vaccine you don't have to really worry because again eventually you'll be dead anyways you just want to enjoy your life for the remainder of the years that you have left but anyway sorry for that little rant the next thing is that the uh, prime minister of Chech, uh, chechnya uh, appointed their fourth health minister since the start of the pandemic i i, I don't I, I don't honestly i don't care i mean they keep switching health ministers all over the world so uh, the next thing is that Cyprus demands businesses, uh, business companies actually have the actual names of the businesses' owners when registering companies. This is, excuse me, in order to combat money laundering. <laughs> it's not going to happen. They make, they calling, they made a, you know, they're calling for it. They're making demands. It's not going to happen because ultimately, let's be real, they want the money. They might put some type of regulatory restrictions, you know, quote unquote, but there will be ways around that, especially for the elite and those that know how to get around it. And that's it. That's what's going to happen. Anyways, we, we cover more of that in the in the members only episode. There's a there's actually a big, big connection within that there. But anyways, the next thing is that Iran said its initial uh, nuclear talks with world powers has been constructive. This can be a, it could be a legitimate statement. It could be a, a statement as part of an intelligence apparatus to try to fool other countries. Who the hell knows? Uh, unless we're in the meetings ourselves and we understand what's really going on behind the scenes, I don't, I don't know how much we can comment because at this point, when things are so vague like that, we can extrapolate into like anything. We can go into like, well, maybe this happened, maybe that. So I, honestly, I wish I could give more uh, perspective and insight, but unfortunately, that's the 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 most of the extent that we have. The next thing is that over a hundred people were killed in clashes in Ethiopia's Afar and Somali regions. Again. That it's unfortunate. I mean, if it, if I was a multi-billionaire or trillionaire, I would dump billions and trillions into uh, revitalizing a lot of Africa and a lot of the of the continent there. I think it's a beautiful place. I think the nature is great. The people are fantastic. Again, you have the bad apples. You have the militias. You have the the guerrilla groups. You have the um and. I know that's a bit of a controversial thing, but you have the different rebels and stuff like that. You have the authoritarians, the dictators who want to do what they want and rule via power and just pure straight power like a fascist. And look, I would if it was up to me, I mean, I would keep the people because they're great people. I would remove the leaders and we start fresh. I think it's Africa's a beautiful continent and to see things like that happen in places like Africa and other parts around the world as well, too, is very, very sad, and unfortunate. Seriously. Um. The next thing is that corruption claims spark new concerns about aid to South Sudan. Yeah, no shit. There's corruption everywhere. Like, I, I'm not even going to touch that because we can talk about corruption in the West like there's no tomorrow. So the next thing is that the UN, United Nations, has warned Tanzania not to reject people fleeing from Mozambique. I wonder how strongly the United Nations advi- uh, advices and or demands are taken. That's what I'm, I'm concerned about. That's what I want to know about. How strongly these types of demands or requests are actually uh, met, excuse me, actually met or, or followed or listened to. I don't know how seriously certain countries take uh, requests from the United Nations and things like that. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. Um, the next thing is that uh, Taiwan is accusing China of offering Chinese-made COVID vaccines to pressure Paraguay to sever ties with the island. Uh, okay. 
So China's offering Chinese-made COVID vaccines to pressure... Okay, okay. China's just trying to get countries on their side. And I think there's a much larger play at hand here. But again, the COVID pandemic, the, the Muslim Uyghurs and all that, they're not, it's not looking good for them right now, but they don't care. Like I, like we said yesterday, they, they're blocking out now any Western or European-based brands in their TV shows. They don't care. I mean, at this point, let's be real about what it is. They're just trying to cover their ass publicly to the extent in which they could do that at an optical level in terms of the aesthetics and how it looks, right? The next thing is that, um, or the final thing, excuse me, there's, again, there's really not that much going on today, guys, um, or at least so far as of the, the, as of the time I'm reporting this, excuse me, India ignored a COVID surge to hold IPL cricket tournament. From my understanding, cricket is very, very um, significant. Um, in in, Indi in India, and again, recently there was a forty thousand uh, people's uh, crowd at uh, in I think was it Texas for a baseball game? I think it was. So look, like I say, if the people want to do it, let them do it. You know what I mean? It's very simple, regardless of which country, region, town, you name it. Now, there is one final thing. I just got this notification coming in. Now, I want you all to keep in mind, the notification is from CNN. I get notifications from all the networks, independent, large, just to try to keep tabs on how, it's, how things are being covered. But according to CNN, Matt Gates associate Joel Greenberg, a key figure in an ongoing federal probe of... Uh, of, of Matt Gates is likely to strike a plea deal, says uh, says the U.S. attorney. This is big. This is, I mean, let's uh, allegedly the investigation started under Trump's uh, Department of Justice, believe it or not. And apparently, Trump really wanted to pardon Matt Gates, but Trump was, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, was pressured, excuse me, not to. He was pressured not to. Trump apparently loved Matt Gates, but um, Matt Gates was not well liked by anyone in Trump's team, his inner circle, his outer, his outer team in general. Apparently, Matt Gates asked Trump indirectly through some of Trump's aides for a pardon, and Trump's aides took that in such a joking matter they didn't even address it to President Trump at the time. It'll be interesting to see. Again, we got to be consistent and play both sides, right? If if it's unfair on what? Uh, sorry, not unfair. If there's um. Uh, a sexual assault, raping, a drug use going on on the Democrat side, but also on the Republican side, we have to call it like it is because we cannot be unfair. We have to be consistent on both sides. So that's it for today. I'd like to thank everyone so much for watching. we got a great lineup for the members-only episode and a public episode later today as well too, and we'll catch you all later. Cheers.